1: Good afternoon, thanks for bearing with us while we got started. There is just over three hours left until the deadline. We've got three uh, Friday deadlines in a row, so get used to this. Lots of chaos, although probably more so this week because a lot of people are wild-carding. You haven't popped yours yet, have you, Neil? No, I'm
0: still hovering over the button now. This, happened, this is what happened when I played the first one. It was like 6.29 when I finally activated it. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, so, yeah, I'm still, I'm still thinking about it. I think the fact that I am deliberating over it probably suggests it isn't a good move yeah. at this stage. I'm not ruling out.
1: All right, fair enough. Well, there's lots to talk about because of wildcards and, and just general stuff, uh, including a very interesting Man City lineup, which we'll come on to uh, in just a minute. We have partnered with Phantom. If you haven't already checked them out, they have a weekly monster event every single week. So there's one for Game Week 31. Very similar setup to FPL. There's a link if you want to check it out. Uh, for just €2 euro entry or free entry for new customers, there's €12,500 worth of prizes. Um, links in the description below. It is 18+, it is gambling. There's links to be gamble aware org uh in the description as well all right we will come on to man city in just a second but let's start with a couple of injuries first that we we, we kind of know are going to miss out so the first one's west ham so uh those of us with antonio and not lingard last week were hoping for a miracle and then he goes off after 30 minutes and it looks like antonio's going to miss this weekend as well
0: yeah yeah moisy and he doesn't think he's going to be available for this one um i did see reports elsewhere suggesting it's actually more serious than being disclosed perhaps by the club so far and um, we've been here before haven't we? many a times with with Moyes and Antonio where he keeps dragging it out week after week saying he's he's not too far away he's back on the grass and doing better but yeah it doesn't sound like he's going to be risked for this one anyway and of course there we've got uh Declan Rice out it was um, a significant blow defensively and potentially to um to Thomas Suchek as well I know he he had a disallowed goal of course against Wolves but he did his numbers did tail off slightly in an attacking sense, and he did look like he was staying back a bit more to help out um, Noble, who just hasn't got the legs like Rice has.
1: Yeah, it's kind of got ramifications all over the pitch because Rice was on penalties. We thought I don't think he actually, oh, yeah. T- yeah. But now, if Noble's going to play, is he going to take them ahead of Lingard? I'm going to assume he probably is. I right? think so. Yeah, yeah, you
0: yeah, would think so. I think he would? Um, he would call or pull rank. But um, we did see last season when Antonio was chasing that. Oh yeah! Ball Don't tally. talk, talk uh, to me about that. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Um, he did uh, grab the ball off Noble, so or was given given the chance to take one. It's slightly different this time around, I suppose, but um, you never know.
1: Yeah, I I, I took him out before that Man United game because I thought he can't get anything against Man United and he takes his first penalty after like 300 plus appearances. So yeah, I'm still bitter about that. Uh, Okay, let's move on to Aston Villa. It's kind of same old with Jack Grealish. um, Hasn't yet been back and he's still not going to be back and it looks like it's going to be not just this game but probably another couple, right?
0: Yeah, um, he was due back against Fulham. That was the target apparently and um, lo and behold, gets another setback in training I think um, the day before the game and um smith's been speaking this morning and said that this latest setback was, was going to put him out for at least a couple of weeks he thinks um he's sure he's going to be back for the end of the season and it's not a long-term injury but they're looking to um deload him whatever that means i guess uh, in training over the next fortnight or so and then they'll take it from here but uh, yeah it looks like he's he's out game week 31 for certain and um, i think he's the only real injury Absentee, they've got Villa, they've got um, House back, and then Wesley's back in under-23's action as well, so just greedish missing for them.
1: Cool. Uh, Let's come on to the the big one every week, right? Man City. Um, So They've got no injuries, is that right? First of all, zero injuries.
0: I'm pretty pretty sure that's the case. None certainly disclosed this afternoon by Pep. Uh, Most of his conference was was talking about De Bruyne and his new contract. There's a bit of Diaz in there as well about how important he's been. So um that makes our job all the more harder because there's there's more players to choose from. Uh, on top of that, there's almost guaranteed rotation because this uh, game falls slap bang in the middle of two Champions League quarterfinal ties. City's so obviously obviously well positioned from the first day, but certainly not in a in as good as good an advantage as what they were hoping for against Dortmund. So um with the lead at the top so comprehensive and they've they've basically got it sewn up already. Um, we're going to expect changes, and this is where the hard work starts in terms of predicting the lineup. So I'm, I'm writing, thinking I can't see your screen, Andy, but am I right in thinking my predicted? The one I linked to is,
1: just a minute ago, yeah.
0: Yeah, is up there on the screen. So obviously, um, I stress I'm not in the know, and this is just my best guess. But um, I'll be writing the blurb for that, uh, explaining my decisions in in greater detail. But a lot of it's based on obviously starting, maybe some of it's based on who hasn't featured at all from the start. Since the return of the international break, uh, Sterling, for example, hasn't hasn't started from the off. Uh, Torres uh, hasn't hasn't been in from the from the beginning. Uh, we've seen um, uh, uh, De Bruyne play twice. Um, I think he had uh, 88 minutes and then 90 minutes against 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 um, uh, Dortmund and then Leicester before that. So. It's all based on on minutes accrued. There's a really great matrix that Lego Money has put together on um, on Twitter. I use this every week. I look at the minutes played recently. Of course, it's a mugs game, second guessing, Pep. But we try and use.
1: We do it every everything. single week,
0: though. We do, yeah. I mean, it, it's part of my job. So uh, I feel it every week. But I'm still employed. Um, but uh, yeah, it just just we have to use every bit, every morsel of information available to us, uh, including minutes played. Uh, to make a, a, an educated guess, and it is a guess. Um, there was nothing really of note from this press conference, but last week, um, when Pep was speaking, I think it was after the Leicester game, possibly before Dortmund, he did say that more than ever, there would be fresh legs for this Leeds match. So make that what you will
1: yeah I, to be honest this isn't probably i mean not that i'm in the know or any kind of expert on this either but it's not really that far off what i would expect i think bernardo silver i think he came off around 55 in the last he, game
0: yeah he did that's, yeah that's why i've got him in
1: there yeah and uh, they played this formation against fulham as well as a way to rest players in that one jesus Aguero started because so jesus didn't start in the champions League either so i guess they could play him off the left and sterling right and still get them both in Um uh, yeah my, that's yeah, definitely. Yeah, my only hope is that Gundogan plays and they don't play five at the back, but I kind of agree with De Bruyne. Like, if you look at their fixture run now, then it, even if De Bruyne plays the next four games, he'll only play one Premier League game in that because they've got FA Cup semi-final, they've got the EFL Cup final, they've got the second leg against Dortmund. There's going to be rotation. So, yeah, I'm a Gundogan and De Bruyne owner as well. Um, and I'm a little bit worried after seeing this. And I will say, you, you, I think you had Gundogan bench last week, didn't you? And he didn't play. So. Yeah. Neil's got previous I know he won't won't like to say it himself but he's not bad at the old uh, guessing game with Pep but it you know we'll we'll caveat it it like every week it's impossible to know but yeah yeah, I think Laporte in for sure happens and Cancelo didn't play against Leicester so I think he will play um, this one as well all right we'll have to move on because we could talk about this for hours Uh, let's go to Liverpool so I think they've um Klopp's kind of talked about changes as well but obviously doesn't necessarily have the squad to do it are you expecting many changes
0: I don't think so. Certainly not in the same wholesale situation like City. Uh, they're injury free anyway, at least in terms of new injuries. Klopp did say that you would have to assess the players uh, after recovery days um, because some of them were feeling it from from midweek. They were obviously in Champions League action. What I will say is that, um, unlike uh, Chelsea, for example, um, Liverpool and City have got a, a bit more of a generous recovery time. So they played Tuesday, and their second leg is until Wednesday. Next Wednesday, so a bit like an extra day that Chelsea don't have, for example, um, for their for their game week 31 clash. And Klopp previously said, again, not today, but in a in a, in a prior press conference, I think ahead of that Champions League game, um, that they can't afford to think about prioritising Premier League over Champions League, um, especially as a 3-1 down to Madrid, and there's no guarantees that they're going to progress any further in this year's competition. So it'll be the, the tilt at the top four is, is just as important. Is the Champions League itself. So yeah, I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be mass, mass changes. Um, the odd, the odd, usual central midfield, Voti Koti a bit. And then of course, a possibility of a change up top, um, maybe one of, of, of Mane or there i suggested Salah might be spared. Oh, no, not so not, ne- not necessarily from the start, but in terms of minutes, um, because obviously Jota has already had a, had a, a breather in game week 30 and then Firmino was benched in midweek um, it's not always as straightforward as as thinking, oh, well, it's his turn next. Um, but uh, there is obviously that element of risk involved. Yeah, I've but seen a I few. Say, yeah, more yeah. play for, for Liverpool on the domestic front than there is for C.
1: Yeah, and they don't have FA Cup semi-final. They don't have yeah, EFL exactly. Cup. They've got loads more rest time. So I don't think we're seeing massive amount of changes, agreed. Uh, I've seen a few people talking about the fact that Mane should probably actually be dropped at this point and maybe start Firmino up front and Jota on the left. So it will be interesting to see what happens, um, but yeah, I agree, they've got to get top four. They can't. You can't rely on coming back from Madrid and then winning the Champions League uh, to get Champions League again. Let's go on to Leicester. So this is usually not necessarily a, a big thing, but for wild carders, a lot of people are looking at maybe Fafana in defence, or even um, Iheanacho, of course, up front is a big one right now, with the risk that Madison comes back, potentially for Perez, which means Iheanacho keeps starting. Um, but for this week in particular, it looks Quite good. I'm assuming he's going to start again because it sounds like Madison might miss out.
0: Yeah, possibly. Um, but Rogers was, I like, think, the last one to give his press conference today, so still sort of digesting this a bit. Uh, he did say that Madison wasn't quite at his at his, his full tilt yet. Um, he's a, he said he's a bit away from where his level would be. And we we discussed this a little bit last week, where we said um, Rogers has got previous for this at the, at the very start of this season. He, he gently reintroduced Madison into the team. He was on the bench, I think, for the first uh, four or five game weeks. Um, slightly different situation, of course, different injuries. But um, yeah, uh, Perez's spot is the obvious one who he'll take, we think, because he's been playing sort of just off Vardy and, and Ian Um, So yeah, certainly no guarantees that that we'll see Madison back in the starting eleven. Um, uh, I think it's from thirty-two that fixtures really turned good. Yeah. So that's when we want him to be, to be kneeling down a place, but yeah, no guarantees this weekend. And then I think on and Choo, uh Rogers said that um, he's been, he's been over in Turkey still, self-isolating. Um, and then uh, he's, he's going to have a, a test by by Sunday, so they're hoping that'll be a negative and get him back. But um, I think otherwise, nothing new to report. From the Leicester injury front.
1: Good start. I think it's fairly similar for Spurs as well, isn't it? I think they've they've got pretty much everyone back apart from the two fullbacks that were missing last week.
0: Exactly right. Yeah. Dotty and Davies both are making good progress, but uh, everyone else is available. So we should say son, yeah, sun back in the starting eleven, surely.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely against Man United, you'd think. I mean, I thought he was gonna play last week, but I guess it kinda of made a bit of sense after all, but he's gotta play this week, yeah, surely. Oh yeah. Uh, okay let's go on to lead. so actually a lot of people are looking to offload leads, especially if they're on a wild card Bramford and Rafinha go in um, I think they're in the same I can't believe how for all this talk about muscle injuries and all the games this season everyone seems to have no injuries is that right?
0: yeah yeah seems to be the case um, I think even illness I mean I had uh, yeah, Cliff was out for a little while um, with uh, oh, he, was, he was yeah self-isolating after the national break COVID but he made the bench uh, so I think they're I think they're absolutely fine. here. Yeah. Um, it's
1: just Harrison, have, uh,
0: isn't it? Harrison's ineligible to face his parent club. Of course, he's uh, on loan from City, and that was one of the questions asked about Bielsa. They obviously, didn't give him much away. And last time they met, it was Alioski pushed up the le- up the left flank. And I know sometimes when he when he faced the, the bigger teams or the more uh, potent right flanks, then he's a bit defensively suspect. So it could be Dallas moving to left back and Alioski ahead of him. Or oh, he could bring in Helder Costa as a, a, a Costa as a sort of straight swap for Harrison. As weird as for him to rejig it, but um, apart from that one spot, uh, it'll be it'll be much as it was um, last weekend.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I'd say there's, there's just over a thousand people currently watching. I reckon at least half of them have just learned that Harrison's on loan from Man City because I know I only found out a few weeks ago. I just just forgot or just hadn't clicked that he was there. So it'd be interesting to see if they sell him because he's done pretty well this year. To be fair, mm-hmm. um, okay. Chelsea again, no no injuries or just oh, without big injuries. Who who's out for them? Is anyone
0: major out? No injuries, just one person suspended. and That's Thiago Silva, of course. After what happened last weekend. Oh yeah. Um, again, much like City, it's a question of of who played in midweek, who's going to be playing next Tuesday. As I said before, they've got a, a really tight turnaround. They've got three days in between those two games against Port. The good thing is that they've got a decent first leg advantage. So. Takes the pressure off a bit. And then they've got the FA Cup semi final as well next weekend. So we're expecting changes, there's no doubt about that. Um, we saw, for example, uh, i am trying to think who started both games oh, James, Kovacic, Jorginho, and Werner. So they are four players who've started both competitive matches since the return uh, of the international break. So they could be a risk, for example. But again, uh, Chelsea boss is um, just as hard to second guess as his yeah. Man- Manchester City counterpart, so um, I did pretty well with the Chelsea team last week, I think I only had one wrong. You must have Alonso um, in this week again, right? I've got Alonso in this week, yeah, yeah but um, but he- he's always one step ahead of me, so I'm sure he'll uh, undermine my predictions this week.
1: Yeah, like you said before it's not always a case of one misses out, then one comes in, it doesn't always work like that, but Alonso this week, then cheer well for Champions League, FA Cup semi-final, and then Alonso back in yeah. I think it works, that would kind of make so. sense Yeah, yeah. So, I think so So nice punt Alonso if you're on a wild card I think uh, Forget about what happened last week Although as a non-Alonso owner I did absolutely love that game um, Man United up next So Luke sure I can say Because I was watching he got a yellow card in the Europa League last night So he will miss the second leg So there's not really yeah. any worries of um, Extra rest and stuff like that Probably anyway because Tellers are going to have to play uh, But he did go off with a knock didn't he So what, what's the uh, what's the latest there
0: yeah, I was, just, I was just talking to Paul about this, he's one of the most infuriating guys um, uh, because he makes us flag players or like um, add them to our, we've got our own injuries and bands database on, on Scout and he makes us consider these players a the doubt because he says he hopes they're ready for ready for the next game, he hopes they're going to be fine, they're probably all okay but um, the fact that he sp- expressed any kind of doubt means they're obviously 75% flag material. So yeah, three players that got flagged from, from last night um, we already know Martial and Jones are out and, and Baye looks the, to be on the sidelines as well he got COVID so Pogba, Rashford and Shaw are the free with flags um, all of them uh, minor and all of them Solskjaer said he would hope would be ready Shaw came off at half time we're not even sure he's really injured but uh, Solskjaer said it was a precautionary substitution and that he um, he hopes he's going to be alright Rashford's got this ongoing foot problem or foot pain that he plays through so the yellow flag a bit like Lamptey earlier in the season the yellow flag just keeps coming on and off him and Pogba picked up a, a little niggle, according to uh, his boss. So um, all three of those are yellow flag. But again, um, we're expecting them to be fine. Uh, it, it's, and as you said, there shows obviously suspended for the second leg, like, along with uh, Maguire and I think McTominay
1: as well. Yeah, McTominay. Three.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, he's, he does his best to deceive us, but um, I think we can see through this one. Yeah, absolutely.
1: All right, uh, let's go on to Everton. What's the uh, what's the latest there?
0: Yeah, quite a lot of report, as there often is. Um, Gomez has joined uh, Decoria. Bernard and Delph has been definitely confirmed out. Pigford looks likely to miss out as well, almost certainly. Um, he's back in training, but sure Ancelotti said they didn't want to risk him. Um, Iwobi's fine. Uh, Alan has trained today, and they're going to uh, assess him, I think, before the weekend. So, and I think that brings us up to speed. Yeah, I think Gababin um, obviously returned from injury last week, he was on the bench, and sure Ancelotti said today he, he could potentially feature Uh, Alor was obviously still short
1: of uh, my sharpness cool Uh, let's go so another team that played last night is Arsenal Uh, I saw Smith-Rowe and Saka I think both started didn't they Um, obviously it's a short turnaround again are you expect? I I think as well Aubameyang didn't start and Lacazette did and I know a lot of people have been looking at punting on Lacazette um, because of the fixture do you think there's going to be a few changes here
0: yeah even more so than than um maybe more so than than Chelsea and possibly threatening City for the most changed team uh, because they are delicately poised with Slavia Prague, I think they're 1-1. Yes, they've got a bit of extra recovery period before the next Thursday's game, but this is only, what, 72 hours after uh, Thursday's draw. Uh, we know Tierney and David Luiz are out. Um, Odegaard looks likely to be out as well. He's got an ankle problem and Arteta said he's, he's looks set to miss the next one or two games. Uh, On top of that, uh, actually, I think that's it because yeah, as you said, there Smith Rowe and Saka are both back. Um, I I did say that they were struggling to feature, uh, struggling to finish the end of that game, Um, with obviously their recent layoffs a a reason for their lack of match sharpness. Saka still looked good, like he still looked pretty good. Um, So that's obviously there's two possibilities for for rotation. Yeah, Lacazette is a name you mentioned there. He he started. Both of Arsenal's competitive games over the last week, so he's a prime candidate for a benching, especially as, as you said, there Aubameyang wasn't in from the start uh, on Thursday. So we expect him to come back in, and um, the likes of Pepe, um, uh, Ceballos, El Nene, Martinelli, all, all benched on Thursday he could come back into the into the team. Obviously, someone will have to replace Tierney. Could be Cedric, could be Saka. Um, so yeah, a, a great deal of uncertainty um, with Arsenal which is one of the off-putting things about them, even though they've got great fixtures coming up. you just never know he was going to be playing from week to week, so long as they remain in Europe. Now that could come to an end next Thursday.
1: I was just going to um, say that. Like, it's nothing against any clubs, but from an yeah. FPL-only view... It does make things easier sometimes when clubs get knocked out of Europe. And Arsenal do have some good fixtures. They play in game week 33. So from an FBL point of view, the likes of Saka especially, he's only 5.2. Smith-Rowe's only 4.2, which is insane. So they could be good options going forward if they get knocked out. Not that I'm hoping that, of course. I'm just uh, just saying. (laughs) Um, All right, let's move on to uh, Brighton. So... I shouldn't say this as someone that comes on with you and does the team news every week, but I completely missed that Dan Byrne wasn't in the squad last week against Man United. Um, so I didn't even know he was injured. Tell me, Neil, is there any chance he gets back into the team because I could really do with him for game week 33?
0: There is a chance. Uh, he, the reason he wasn't flagged, as far as I'm aware, is because he was fit to feature against Newcastle, albeit only as a substitute. Yeah, yeah. And, then, yeah. and then Potter said, oh, we're going to take a step back with him for a bit. And So he was technically available for selection, it's just they didn't want to risk him um now he's been in training this week along with webster it was another he's a medium-term absentee i think he's been out for about two months uh, and connolly was expected back in training today as well so yeah Burns' chances are starting um he's got an option of playing it as a left-sided center half or as the um left wing back depending on on, on the setup or as it, or it orthodox full back if they go to a back four so yeah, Morda's been playing there. He's uh, done all right for, as well, I think. He's oh. done, yeah, he's done pretty well. Um, maybe he's not so, so good against the United, but that, that was to be expected. Uh, Sean against Decastle, um, which is obviously quite easy to do. But um, yeah, it depends what you want to do because Everton's pretty good in the air. I was reading um, that they've scored more header mm. goals this season than any other team. Brighton's actually, con- strangely enough, conceded the, the highest proportion of their goals come from headers as well so um you wouldn't think that with their squad would you no i know yeah uh, i think they've nine out of i don't know how many but uh, yeah it's it's a like 24 percent or something like that where goals have been conceded by headers, so that's the highest rate of, of any premier league team um so if they are concerned about aerial prowess then they what six foot seven burn and not doesn't look like a full back but that's where he's been playing mostly could either be brought in as the left side of center half which would free Veltman up for right wing back duties or he himself could play as a left wing back as he did I think against Liverpool uh, a couple of months ago. So yeah, possibilities. Um, Potter isn't quite the tinker he used to be but um, those are the two positions that look probably most at risk at present because Gross and Moda aren't orthodox wing backs
1: cool we'll we'll move on because i think i'm the only one that cares about Dan burn i just because it's <laughs> got that game week 33 in my head with no free hit uh so yeah we'll move on uh but that that was good info uh southampton up next no new injuries Have they got anyone out long term or maybe even medium
0: term they've got a, a slight doubt of a walker peters um minor concern uh told said yesterday that he's got a little problem with his leg but i um, hopeful of his recovery and, and they're playing on Monday as well. So that gives them the extra few days. Uh, it's just the three longer term ones, um, Romeo, Obafemi and one. So uh, they obviously got Ings and in Walcott back last week. Uh, Ings hit the ground running. Walcott maybe is a little bit rusty, but um, yeah, we saw, we saw Redmonds playing as he has done recently, out of position up top, uh, which came at the expense of Adams, he who'd actually scored in three of his, all three of his previous appearances in the league. He was the one hard done by, and he was benched against Burnley. So, um, uh, yeah, a bit of of uncertainty in the club, because obviously he hasn't got the ones Ings up there. It's just whoever's partnering him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we might be looking at them soon. They could have a double against Crystal Palace at some point. Yeah. So, yeah, at some point, we're probably going to want the likes of Danny Ings. All right, we'll start rattling through them after this last team, because, uh, and I'll just go through them one by one then. Uh, because actually, this maybe I should have put this a bit higher. Burnley, who would have thought that we'd be talking about Vidra, uh, because everyone wants to put him in their wildcard teams, 4.8 million. The He seems to have the place ahead of Jay Rodriguez. I think you said before that... Um, Deitch doesn't tend to rotate if players are playing well, like change it up yeah. a bit. Um, but all, I guess the biggest issue for him now is Ashley Barnes, and when he's back and when he's fit. Uh, and I guess people that are going for Vidra possibly will want him for 33 when they play Wolves. I believe could be wrong. Um, so what's yeah? How's how's that looking? Is Vidra set to start again?
0: I think so. Yeah, I mean, Dice has healed this uh, Vidra Wood partnership quite a bit in the last few weeks. Um, both of them in goal scoring form. I think Woods scored in each of his last three. Um, and Barnes are still out, which is which is good news on that front. Him, uh, Long, and uh, Robbie Brady making progress, but, but still sidelined. Um, and as I say, Rodriguez hasn't been in in the start of eleven since game week twenty six. So I think Vidra started six in a row possibly already. So I'm, yeah, I'm definitely six. Yeah, yeah, fully expecting uh, him to to be alongside Wood at the beginning. It wasn't that that was a problem last weekend against Salat, and it was. It was further back Um, so yeah obviously Cork's back he was on the bench when he was sub he could come back in the midfield and then I'll say the only other spot I'd be um, unsure about is left back Peters came off but he has trained uh, and is expected to be fine but of course Charlie Taylor was that was the hitherto first choice at left back so that'll be probably where um, Dice's main dilemma is uh, this week Good stuff.
1: All right, let's let's just I'll just go through the the rest of them one by one. So I, I, mean, I always say there's no major news, but there are probably is that I've missed. So let's start with Fulham.
0: Yeah, Fulham, uh he said Park said everything was fine yesterday, but then did elaborate on Luckman, who most people will be uh worried about in terms of Fulham FPL assets. Um he's been with a physio since that villa game. Uh he had trained as a Thursday, though. And Parker said that he was looking okay. So he was hopeful of his involvement. It's tonight, isn't it? The playing in wolves. I'll be I'll be um wearing me Steve Bull, Goodyear shirt for that. Obviously, <laughs> Fulham's three points behind us. Yeah. So we want the want the Wolves to do us a, a job. Um so yeah, I think it's just Luckman who's who's flagged. Obviously, um Kenny's still out and uh, don't know about Roradak, but yeah, and Parker seemed confident of him in recovering.
1: Good stuff. Let's move on to your boys, right? They can't leave St. Maximin and Wilson out any longer if they're fit. Steve Bruce has said they're available from what I've from what I've seen. Do you think they're going to start this game?
0: This is a tough one. I think there's, they're basically competing for one slot if he plays the same system as last week, which was a sort of 3-5-2. Because Joel Linton, I never thought I'd say this, but I think he's pretty secure at the moment. He looked pretty good um, against Spurs. He did. He's looked pretty good for the past couple of weeks. He just hasn't... He couldn't finish for Toffee. And then he scores against Spurs. Um, so I, I, I find it difficult to see that he'd be taking out the out the team, um, which I, I'm pretty sure, or at least I think, from any cattle head on, that would just leave Wilson and Sir Maximum play, uh, competing for that one slot alongside him. Um, Sir Maximum was on the bench last weekend, so he's got the head start on Wilson in that regard. And Bruce did say that he would, you'd have to be mindful of the fact that they have got muscle injuries or have just recovered from muscle injuries whilst also weighing up the fact that there's only six weeks left and this is a real crunch game. Um, so I do think one of the two will start. Uh, the alternative is playing St Maximum further back in midfield, sort of central midfielder, but that's asking a lot because he's not really he's not really got great work ethic. Um, and if you've already got attacking midfielders in there, like Shelby and Longstaff, you haven't really got a defensive shield in there and I don't think that's going to happen. But um big bit of injury news from Newcastle was not just the recovery of Wilson and St Maximum, but the, the absence of the cells. He's going to be out for it, could be the rest of the season. He's got a foot injury, they think it's a stress fracture, and they're going to give him a scan today and tomorrow. And um, that could be out for the remainder of the, of the campaign, which is obviously oh, a blow for big us. News, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've got Fernandez and Clark back, uh, both of them had injuries recently. Uh, Clark, I would think, it would come in because Fernandez has been out for a long time, maybe not 100% match sharp. But um, Bruce said he was really impressed with the way we played last week, and, and I expect. Uh, other than the names we've discussed, the team will be pretty settled apart from that.
1: Yeah, no, played really well. Watched that match in yeah. full and, uh, yeah, decent. it be interesting to see. I- I'm hoping it goes down to the wire like I think most non-fans of those relegation teams are. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, what about Crystal Palace?
0: Yeah, they've got an additional body back in uh, James McCarthy. Uh, Mitchell, we saw, made the bench last weekend. Apart from that though, well, I think everyone's still injured. Uh Tom and Sackle certainly are. MacArthur's ruled out. Ferguson's still recovering, according to Hodgson. Klein's expected back next week. Uh batch wise So yeah, I think I think the only addition did is. You
1: mentioned Mitchell as well. Did you say Mitchell was back?
0: Yeah, Mitchell was back on the bench last week. So he's oh, okay. obviously he's Sorry. fit. And yeah, and Hodgson did just say that he's, he's obviously had next week a training. He's he's fully up to speed now, which is whether or not he'll um he start threatening Van Anholt's starts. Because um, he's had the Monopoly on it, of course, yeah, while, while Mitchell's been out.
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. All right, we've got three teams left, by my reckoning. West Brom, Wolves, and Sheffield United. I'll let you choose. Uh,
0: yeah, Wolves. Um, Johnny's out for the season, and much longer than that as well. Another knee injury. Uh, Willie Boddy's not expected back in in, uh, in training or from self-isolation until Tuesday. So he's out. Marcel, still a little away from rejoining full training. And Jimenez is in full training. But still waiting on on the clearance from the doctors. Um, I've seen him in. I've seen him actually some of the training ground images, and he's he's got this sort of headband thing on. So it'll just be a, a medical assessment ongoing for him. Uh, Moutinho could be back. He's he's still not 100 percent according to Nuno. And he's going to have to be assessed. Uh, I think the only other thing of note from from his presser was uh, yeah more talk of, of which formation. He says he realizes that they need to strike a balance because they've been flitting between the the four two three one and the and the three four three. Um, without much success. So, yeah, that's, I think that's everything from Wolves. Uh, West Brom, Ivanovic looks to be out for a while. Darrell O'Shea, who has been starting at centre-half, looks like he's going to make a swift comeback uh, from an ankle problem. Um, and I think I think that's it from, from a West Brom perspective. I think they have, obviously, Robertson will have played himself in the contention after last week. And then uh, it'll be a choice between Ajay and, and O'Shea at centre-half. But as I mentioned the team news, I think nine of their team are ever present over the last six games so it's pretty settled they have got Gallagher back by the way from uh from last week he was in a little play Sheffield United I'm not actually sure about Sheffield United I haven't seen it they were down for 130
1: yeah I don't um, think I saw it that's why I left it till yeah. last
0: I'll, I, I'll there's probably now- nothing
1: major like that we need to worry about to be fair I don't think uh many people are picking Sheffield United players at the moment um
0: I've, I've just seen it now they, they started tweeting just as I was ready to come on air so that's why I haven't seen it yet um, so, uh, Baldock and Bogle, um, they had head injuries, but uh, today was their first day of training so if they're no issues, they should be fine. Um, uh, Egan was on the bench last weekend, he's been training so he's uh, close at the start this week. Sharp and, and Basham still out. Uh Sanaburger is also still out by the looks of it, yeah. Uh, he's hoping to be involved in full training next week, so I think it's just as you were uh, Jack O'Connell is um, still in rehab as well. So um, again, who cares from Sheffield United perspective, um, other than the fact that they'll be facing Arsenal and we want them to be as weak as possible, I guess. Uh,
1: one qu- one question I quickly see in there, I really don't understand how you haven't mentioned Amati. Uh, I don't think he's a very good oh, long yeah. To- yeah. Is he? A long- I don't think he's a very good long term pick. Surely, when Soy yeah. and back, he's just going to come in.
0: Exactly, you summed it right up there. He's, he's basically the fourth choice centre half, and they play with a back three. Um, he's also capable of playing at right back if they play with a back four as well. But uh, he'll just be used for for relief whenever there's injuries or illness. Yeah, even if and they go to back
1: four, while they're fit, Ricardo and Castanio, exactly, right? So, exactly. Exactly. Uh, there you yeah,
0: go. So that's why.
1: Yeah, there you go. We'll leave we'll leave the team news on Amity, the big player that everyone's uh, wondering about this week. We will leave it there though because we are just over 3 hours until the deadline, Neil. Thank you very much for uh, bringing us all that info. No
0: problem. Thank you, Eddie.
1: I'll let you go and sweat over whether you're going to uh, pop the wildcard button. Uh, we'll obviously be back from next week with all the usual content ahead of Game Week 32. Probably a little bit less drama with no wildcards, or not as many wildcards next week. Do hit the like button if you've enjoyed it. Hit subscribe if you're new. Check out Fantasy Football Scout. The team news tab will have all the latest uh, predicted lineups, all the news and stuff there. And obviously, if there is anything big between now and the deadline, we'll tweet it out uh, at Scout. Otherwise, good luck this week, and we will see you soon.